Oh, it's getting questioned over here. Yes. Please stand for a salute to the flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Good evening, everybody. This meeting is now called to order. The Borough of Seabright in compliance with the Open Public Meeting Act has provided adequate notice of the time, date, and location of this meeting to the Asbury Park Press on January 26, 23. Filed notice with the borough clerk, posted notice on the borough office, in the borough office, and on the borough website. This meeting is open to the public, and I welcome you all. Yes. Councilman Ms. Billis? Here. Mr. Cashmore? Here. Chairman Cunningham? Here. Mr. Julia? Vice Chairman DeSeo? Here. Mayor Kelly? Mr. Lawrence? Here. Mr. Lepstein? Here. Mr. Schwartz? Mr. Zelina? Here. On to the memorialization of the resolution. What about the minutes? Minutes. Oh. Of the minutes. Oh, I, I skipped a little minutes there. Sorry. Approval of the minutes from the 28th, 23, uh, February 28th, 23. Is there a motion or a discussion? I'll move the minutes. Second. Second. Okay. Uh, Ms. Bills? Yes. Mr. Cashmore? Yes. Chairman Cunningham? I don't. Vice Chairman DeSeo? Yes. Mr. Lawrence? Yes. Mr. Lepstein? Yes. Mr. Salina? Yes. On to the resolution, amended application, Michael and Vicki Tableman, Six Willow Way. What was the date of that? It was the same meeting, Mr. Chairman, you weren't here. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Chairman, I do have a proposed change to that resolution. Um, it, not in the results, so Mr. Brodsky doesn't have to be too worried about that. But the, in paragraph, in the third finding of, uh, first finding by the board, third finding of the board, it reads, the board finds that had the original application come before the board with the setbacks as now currently proposed, the same variance relief would have been supported, justified, and given. Now, I don't know if that's exactly 100% accurate. I know there was a lot of discussion at the time at, during the board meeting that a few of us were concerned that had that application been brought originally with the variance relief requested, that we may have had issues with that. But because no one was really objecting to it, uh, we had a whole discussion with Mr. Larvey about that. That, that, that and we did feel the applicant made its case to allow what was there to remain. Um, so I just want that reflected in the resolution. I think it's more appropriate. So my suggestion is that that language read, um, the board finds that to have the original application come before the board with the setbacks as now currently proposed, it may not have approved same. However, based upon the testimony presented, including that of the applicant's neighbor who did not object to the new proposal, the board finds a new variance relief can be supported, justified, and given. I agree with you, Mark. Mm -hmm. Okay. I would have said it could yeah. happen with the way you were. It may not happen. We don't, we don't know because they never put on that case. You right. know, we didn't hear that originally the first time around. So we only have it in the hindsight of the second case. And while it was discussed, we never discussed it. We did finish it, but it did 
Right, and that's my point. It may not happen. It may not happen. So, so if everyone's okay with that, I would uh, move the resolution uh, with that one amendment. Second. Would you email me that letter? I am giving you. There you go. Ms. Bills? Yes. Mr. Cashborn? Yes. Chairman Cunningham? Upstairs. Vice Chairman DeSeo? Yes. Mr. Lawrence? Yes. Mr. Lexteen? Yes. Mr. Zelina? Yes. On to 16 Via Ripa properties, 16 Via Ripa, Block 31, Lot 6. Welcome. Hey, Mr. Chairman, before the, uh, the applicant begins on this application, just a moment of clarification. Uh, this, there, was, there was some confusion in the two review letters. I asked whether or not there is a height variance or not. And I just was wondering if our professionals could just clue us in, because our letters did not agree. I just wanted to know. Right. So uh, it is a three story structure. Um, it's actually three but it's not a D variance. Correct. It's not a D variance. Um, a D6 variance for height is uh, when the height exceeds 10 feet or 10% of what's permitted in the zone. And this is just three stories versus two and a half. So it's just a C variance. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah, I did not mention it in my letter at all because I knew there would be a plan for it. Okay. I also saw somewhere that the building height proposed was 38 feet where a maximum 35 feet is permitted. Is that correct? So, um, Seabright's flood damage prevention ordinance uh, requires three feet of free board, and if the applicant has built their structure to uh, the flood damage prevention ordinance, they are allowed to go up to 38. Thank you. The, the one mention that Jen made in her comment was that there was no notice of the, the base right. the elevation of the, prop, of the building. Yeah, the architectural plans, I don't think they indicated what the height was um, of, you know, what, what the starting point was, basically. What the, right. So I think that's hopefully something we'll hear some testimony about tonight. So. I'm sure you read it, too. We'll hear from Mr. Condor. <laughs> Uh, uh, thank you, Mr. Chair, members of the board. Rick Brodsky on behalf of the app applicants, 16 Via Ripa Properties, LLC. Um, oh, yeah, before um, you go on, I just want to um, clarify for the record that the notices have been reviewed by Ms. Mitchell and myself, and everything is found to be in order. Um, does any member of the public here tonight have any concerns uh, about specifically just the content of what was in the notice before we proceed. Okay, so nobody? Uh, Mr. Brodsky, yeah. thank, uh, thank you, Kevin. Uh, Mr. Chair, members of the board, uh, Rick Brodsky, on behalf of the applicant. Um, uh, the application before you this evening pertains to the existing uh, uh, two-family structure and residential structure located at 16 via Ripa here in, here in your R2 zone. Um, uh, the application basically proposes to uh, um, demolish the existing two-family two home and replace it with a, with a new two-family. Um, 
what brings us here this evening is obviously two, it's, it's the R2 zone, two families not permitted use in the zone. Um, uh, so that does require a D1 variant. Um, and you'll, you'll hear testimony on that. There are also a couple of uh, bulk variances uh, with respect to uh, setback, uh, front setback on, it's a, it's a through street, uh, a through lot. Um, and um, uh, goes through from Via Ripley to South, uh, South Way. So there's a front setback uh, area located on both sides. You know, it's, it's, it's not a deep block. And, and so, um, and we'll see as we go through the, the testimony. We also, there, also, there also is a, a proposed building coverage variance um, of 56% or 50% is permitted. And the height where we have a technical three-story uh, where two and a half is, is permitted uh, based on the ordinance definition. Um, so um, you'll hear as we go through the testimony, we, so we are improving uh, the proposal seeks to improve both aesthetically, I mean, the, the, the existing structure is, you know, um, is showing its age um, and what's uh, proposed by uh, is, is a new, uh, brand new, functionally and aesthetically uh, superior to that which exists today. Also a big, big improvement on the uh, side setbacks. Uh, uh, the current house is located all the way on one side and it'll be more centered uh, so that there'll be no setback relief required. Um, we're adding, um, uh, we're proposing to add garages to both, to both of the, uh, each of the two family residences, um, um, which does not exist today. So we'll be able to have four off-site, uh, four on-site parking spaces. Um, uh, to service the existing uh, proposed home. Um, the uh, Mr. and Mrs. Schnabel who are here this evening um, uh, currently reside in the property and intend to continue to do so. And uh, you'll hear from that. The two you'll hear from them. The two stories is proposed at this point primarily for the father father-in-law who's actually here this evening um, and other family members. Uh, no present intentions to rent it out. Uh, the two story or the two family? Two family. Okay. Two family. Uh, did I say story? Um, and so, unless the board has questions, what I'd like to do is uh, we, I have with me this evening uh, the architect, um, uh, Tony Condoris. Uh, I also have, have the owner of residence, uh, the Schneebels, and I also have our professional planner, Jim Higgins. Uh, to speak to you about uh, the variances associated with the application. So, if we could, let's have Mr. Condoris step up, get his sworn. As we're doing that, I just want to uh, mark into the record okay. uh, certain exhibits. Uh, PD1 is a zoning, board, is a zoning permit denial dated October 19, 2022. PB2 is the application package from Rick Brodsky dated December 19, 2022. PB3 is a packet of 14 photographs taken on December 2nd, 2022, showing different properties. PB4 is a plan of survey of the property by Russell S. Kaufman, PLS, dated 
August 27, 2021, PD5 is Architectural Plans entitled Via Ripa Properties LLC, prepared by Anthony Condors Architect, Inc., dated October 17, 2022, consisting of four sheets. PB6 is an engineering review letter by Hoder Associates Consulting Engineers, dated February 2, 2023. I do not have the Avakian review letter. Could you um, give me the date of that letter? February 28. Okay, PB7 will be a planning review letter by Avaki and Associates dated, what was that again? February 28th. February 28th, 2023. Uh, raise your right hand. Uh, do you swear or affirm the testimony you're about to give? Should be the truth? Yes. State your name. Uh, Anthony Condoris. And spell your last name. C-O-N-D-O-U-R-I-S. Mr. Condoris has testified before this board many times without uh, objection from the board members. We'll accept his credentials. Thanks, Mr. Chair. All right, Tony, if you would, um, I guess I see you have on the board, they said an exact copy. This is the <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is what already asked. Okay, so already been marked as PB5. Um, referring to that, if you could just walk the board through the property as it exists today and then what's proposed for sure. the Okay, so uh, what you see here on our site plan is uh, Via River runs along the bottom of the page and the south way runs along the top. So currently, uh, if you look at the light dashed line that's to the west of the property, that is the existing house. Um, that is, and you can see that it's very close to the proper line on the right side. So it's kind of squeezed to one side of the property. Um, so that, that building will be coming down. It's currently a two-family home. So the intent was to, rather than try to pick that house up and and bring it up to date and, and repair it. And it's still going to be the same outdated house, uh, you know, in need of repair. It's really close to the property line. So the so the approach was, um, you know, let's see if we can take that down and build a brand new structure that's up to code and uh, is more compliant with the setbacks and uh, just a, a better overall project. So that that was the approach. Um, so we are asking for a couple of variances. Obviously, the two-family status is the is the big one, but. Um, there are some bulk variances. Uh, we're meeting the side setbacks. We do have some front setback variances. Uh, on the V River side, we have nine feet where um, 25 feet is required. What was it before? 14. 14.1 exists today. Thank you. And we have, uh, on the Southway side, we have five feet where 25 feet is required. So it has two front setbacks because it's on a but the, the back was, says here it was originally nine foot nine. The plan shows five. That's the new house. The new house is five. Right, but they said the existing house was 9.9. .9. I mean, the, yeah, yes. now it's five. But the dotted line here shows five. Can you say the dotted line? Well, no, there's, there's two dashed lines, I'm sorry. There's another dashed line that's kind of a little more faint that's sort of near that. And one dash line shows the setback. Southway side. Right there. Yeah, okay. The five is the actual, yeah, I don't, we probably should. So the existing house was nine foot nine from the property line, and yes. then moving it back to only be five foot from the property line. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Yes. And how does that. This shows the oldest ten. How does that coordinate? How does that uh, fall in with the average of the street? Uh, well, we didn't take the average, but most of the houses on the southway side are, some of them are even closer. You can see adjacent, right here, adjacent to this house. To the uh, to the east, 
Uh, there's a porch that's probably about six feet from the property line, and then. It, but that's just a deck. Yeah, porch deck. Yeah. Okay. Right. But um, if you look at the area, I don't have the area unfortunately, but there are a lot of the houses are very close to the uh, Southway property. But usually the argument to go so close to the property line would be that it would be consistent with the houses on the rest of the block. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Jim Higgins okay. can talk about that for sure. All right, we'll wait for that. Okay. And we'll set up an area. Okay. Okay. Um, just to go through the plan a little bit here. The, uh, so it's a, it's a two-family home. Um, Mr. Brodsky mentioned the homeowners, uh, they, they intend to reside here. Um, and the, the real intention of the two families is more for family members to come, but they certainly want to make, try to maintain the two family status. So, uh, but if you look at the on sheet B2, uh, I have two garages, one facing Via Ripa, one facing South. So, uh, four cars can easily park under this building. Uh, each building has, each side has its own separate entrance. And the larger of the apartments uh, faces via Ripa, and then the smaller one faces South Street, obviously. Um, we have an elevator that has the opportunity to be shared, but it's really more to service the, the main apartment. So on the second floor, we have uh, three bedrooms for the larger apartment, two bedrooms for the smaller apartment, and then on the third floor, or third story, I guess we need to call it, uh, that would be the master bedroom, and that is servicing the, again, the larger apartment. The balance of that is a roof deck, and you can kind of see on the, on the cover sheet, this artist rendering on the South Street side, you can see the, the roof deck in the back there. And this third story is actually contained under sloped roofs for the most part, so it does still give the impression of it. Of a half story. Do both units uh, have a roof deck or just a larger one? Just a larger one, yes. You also have a deck that runs along the side here, um, which is actually accounting for a lot of the, the, the extra building coverage is really being created by the, by the deck because we have to count the deck because it's higher than 18 inches. And Tony, if you could just talk about that. Two, second, two and a half versus three story mm -hmm. distinction and how it bears out on the plan. Yeah, so the definition, is, it's, it still always confuses me and I never seem to interpret it right, but it says that at least two walls have to have a plate of, a wall height of, or a maximum wall height of two feet. Um, so if you, here, I'm sorry, I have to go to the elevation here. Just for the half story. Versus a whole. Yeah. So if you look at the elevations, it, 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 the third floor room is tucked under basically four gable roofs. There is one spot over here where it does kick up. That's where the elevator comes up. Um, but it is sort of contained under these gable roofs. And of course on the front there's a balcony coming out. And on the rear you have an entrance to go to the, to the roof deck. But that little extra kick that you have there is for the elevator. The, 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 the reason behind that two-foot wall, which I was part of coming up with, <clears throat> was in order for the architect to design a house that had a lower pitch to create a lower ridge by 
going all the way down to the plate, you're creating a higher ridge. And if you look at your side plan there, you're 38 feet to what's considered our height calculation. But if you go all the way up to the ridge, it goes up to 45.6 feet. Right. That's, yeah, well, the, the, the height, you can go to the mean roof. So you, right. Kind but, of does. The, but what I'm saying is the, the, the theory behind those little walls was so you didn't have to go so high with the ridge. This house is going to be 45 feet 6 inches high, where most of the houses, the, high, the highest we ever go is 42. Uh, you have 14 feet from the floor to the ridge on the top. I measured it out. Right. Okay. You created such a tall house amongst a neighborhood of much smaller houses. Now, if, 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 if its top story was changed to a half story that was consistent with the ordinance definition, what that, would that do to the height? Well, I, you have what I, the, 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 Mr. Casale was saying was that you, if we lift up the walls on the side, we could possibly drop the ridge and get the same amount of room Correct. upstairs. So I, I could look into that, of course. Uh, can't do it here. But. Purpose of that would be to, to, to drop the ridge. Right. Into a two drop the ridge. Still, well, the problem you're going to come across is going to be the elevator. Then. Well, that and also what's going to happen. The elevator itself could be... We have to be into the house and, and back, and it, it could stick up a little bit. Yeah. 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 The other thing too is if I if I raise the fascia, it's going to change my my mean roof height. So, however high I raise the fascia, I'm going to drop the ridge, and I don't know if we're going to get more room out of it. Is that going to be cathedral ceilings upstairs? Well, the room is it's kind of like a finished attic situation, so part of the room is going to have low low walls. But I mean, are they going to utilize that as a cathedral ceiling in there? Because that'll be a 14-foot height. Um, not necessarily. We haven't talked about that yet. Probably we just have collar ties. And then, Tony, with regard to the, um, uh, the setbacks, I know is that just Design from the from a design perspective. In other words, why we had to why we're requesting these uh, yeah. uh, well what 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 setback variances. Yeah, what really drove that was the fact that we had two um, two opposite facing garages and they need to be the proper depth. So that kind of drove some of the depth of the house. Right. So so, so then my, my so you're making the in order to accommodate them the two garages. You have to make the side yard, I mean, excuse me, the front yard setbacks worse than they were. Because he wants to get four cars. Oh, well, I understand. Yeah, you want to get two cars. Yeah, we want four. Yeah. Which is the nature of the fact that it's a two-family home, which is, which is dictating the two garages. Right. Okay. But he says he can put four cars in there, four cars in there. Yeah. If he shortened the house, he'd only be able to put one car in each garage. I understand. But, but if it wasn't a two-family house, he wouldn't need the, uh, the two garages. He wouldn't, he wouldn't need eight spots. He'd only right. need four. Right. No, just let me just clarify. It, it's these are only two. It's four spots, right? Two in each. Two in each garage. Two in each garage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but the garage is twenty-six feet long. Well, that, that would only fit one car. Right. A twenty-foot would be a garage. I mean, it's one car length. 
Because the, my point stays the same. Yeah. And, uh, that if it was a one-family house, we wouldn't have that issue. Okay. Right. I guess, could you just talk a little bit, um, because there seems to be at least uh, the garage floor and the first floor uh, doors to go back and forth between the two units. That's um, just on here? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that would be something where the, the homeowner would, at his discretion, at their discretion, uh, you know, either lock, lock that or, but it's just a way to have access if it's needed. So well, it's also it's also in case somebody here needs to use the elevator. So it could function as one larger house or two separate spaces. Uh, yes, yes. And would the laundry facilities be shared, or would that be up to the homeowner's discretion? No, there's a laundry actually in both. It probably doesn't make that clear, but uh, this is the laundry room for the main apartment. There's a stack of Okay. Which, which I didn't label as laundry, so maybe. So I'm sorry. So so then, are these are these interiors connected or, or not? Yeah. Used. They they have a, a door between them, but again, the homeowner would have the discretion of whether or not he locks that or not. Okay. So the second home is not if, if it is sold to two different people or, or two different completely unrelated residents at the two-family home, then one side is completely segregated from the other. If, if the primary homeowner, yeah, the primary homeowner decides, they would lock that door. Yeah, it's designed this way because the present intention is for family, and that's the way they've been using it now is for family. But but maintaining the option in the future to to rent it to non-family. Can I ask it just for housekeeping purposes? Who's the owner of the property? Well, it's an LLC for the members of which are Mr. and Mrs. Schneebel. Right, but they don't own it in their name. They own it in the name of an LLC. They own it in the name of the LLC and they live there. Okay. I mean, part-time. Part-time. Their primary residence is up in Hoboken? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Oh, regarding the base flood, I don't, I don't have the numbers with me, but this first floor is going to be around 16 feet, which is, I think, 11 is... So fourteen is required where it'd be sixteen. Fifteen about. between fifteen and sixteen. But you can revise the plans to show that I will I'll get I'll get the exact number. And at each floor yes. elevation that we know what it is. Yes. Is your intent to put all the uh, mechanicals above the flood elevation also? Yes, it would be. And Tony, can you describe I don't know if you're the right person, but can you describe the current house policy? Uh, I was only at once. I, I didn't. I didn't. Did we actually have pictures of it? Yeah. We have pictures of other houses. It's actually similar. There's, a, there's an apartment on one side. There's an apartment on the the other side. There's an apartment on the other side. So, sorry, just to go back a minute. You said that um, all the utilities will be raised. Where do you intend to put like air conditioning? Yes, they would. They would be on probably the side here. There's next. Possibly on the roof deck too. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry, back to my question. Is someone going to tell us about the existing house? I think the homeowners would be the best. The homeowners would be the best. Uh, knowing that it was going to be, knowing that the attempt was to be knocked down, I didn't do a big study. No, no, no. no. Okay, we submitted a bunch of photos. 
Yeah, no, I see it. I get it. So yeah. it's, it, but they're not identified as to what they are. Oh, I see. And the only reason I'm wondering is, I'm presuming what the are, and maybe Mr. Higgins, I don't want to presume where Mr. Higgins' testimony, that his, uh, one of his standards for why it's not particularly suited for this use is because of the fact that there's currently a two-family house on the property. Yeah. And I think, therefore, it's a little bit important to know what goes on there right now so that we're not comparing, I mean, are we comparing apples to apples? Are we comparing apples to oranges from what's there now? I'd just like to have some idea uh, of what we're actually being asked to exchange, to exchange for. I'm also interested, in, when we get to that point, if anyone has any idea as to when that original or how that original two family came into existence. If anyone has done any homework on that, do, do we know? I don't. I don't. Suppose we can do. We can it looks make. like a converted garage. Yeah, I mean, to the naked eye and driving by, it looks like somebody just stuck something on the back of the house and opened it up and decided to let people live there. That, that's what it looks like. And, and, and I wonder if they ever received use tax approval to do that in the first place. Yeah, I mean, they purchased. Um, I think in 2021. Yeah, September of 21. So we have to go maybe do a. I, I, I'm just curious because if you're going to use that as part of your argument, I'm just kind of yeah, wondering. We, we, we have to do a couple of records But I'm only, yeah, as I always say, I'm only one person sitting up here. No, I but that interests me. I get it. I get it. Um, Is it tax? Is it taxed presently as a two-family house? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's listed in the uh, mod four as a two-family, and the CO is for a two-family. Yeah. Which of course doesn't mean that it has only two utilities. Yeah. We can't have Kevin. There are people talking from the audience. You want me to? Yeah. Why don't we? Once Anthony is finished with his testimony, perhaps we can bring the owner up and. Answer Mark's questions. Yeah, yeah I, I don't have anything for you. Anything else for Tony? He's not going anywhere for the moment. Uh, is there anyone in the public that has a question about the testimony? Mr. Condoris gave. Hi, folks. This is going to be uh, only questions about the testimony you just heard. Um, Please state your name for the record. My name is Dave Sherman. Um, my question is about the, uh, the back, where you have the setback. It's now nine foot nine. Right. Almost the eight. existing is nine Yes. And you're proposing putting that, making that five. Correct. Which is probably the smallest setback of, of any house on that street. And if you look at the parking, all they have to do is maintain what's there, park the cars on the back. It would be very easy to do. Park the cars. And, and the garage on the front. You're saying get rid of the garage? The garage on the front, you may not be able to get in that garage. If somebody's parked across the street from that garage, you won't get a car. What do you say about the other garage? The garage on the back's fine. You keep the setback and you park the cars like A number of us do that along the back. I would solve it. Yeah, I just said, not quite sure what you're saying. Do you know where the garages are on the south way? You have two garages, right? Yes. If you maintain the setback, that's it. It's almost 10 feet. Yeah. You can pull 
You can put five, probably six cars in the You mean literally like next to each other? Five, yes. And then two in the garage. So you can have more parking places and not have to worry about the fact. Which is so you're like pulling up facing the house all around. You'll see how a couple of us do that. Yeah. Sir, this is for questions only when it comes time. Because okay. when Sorry. it comes time for comment, we have to swear you oh. in and all, right. all that. Yeah. And so okay. if you're making comments, we can't do everything. Right. Right. But we'll get to you and you'll have a chance to discuss whatever you want. Okay? Question only. Uh, you sure. understood his point. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I figured, yeah, I got yeah. it. Yeah, thank you. State your name, please. Scott Baxter. Uh, question on the height. Could you talk a little bit more about or how that compares to other homes on the block? And is that an appropriate time to ask that question? Sure. sure. It's about the height. He can tell you how high it is and what his so plan is. I want to know, like, compared to the new homes across the street, like, is this is 45 and a half feet? I don't. I didn't measure the rest of the house. How does that compare to the rest of the block in terms of height? And I think that was a question before in terms of the setbacks too. How does that compare to the setback size? Yeah, I, I don't have that information at this time. I didn't. I didn't do a measurement or comparison. That's a shame because that's important. Yeah. And then lastly, if it's for another point, just like to understand more about the parking situation. How many spots will be lost? How many will be gained? How does, that, how does that work in terms of overall parking spots for that neighborhood that is already underserved? Well, the curb cut that would be required for both of these garages would be approximately 22. So it's just one spot per, per street. I mean, you, you would lose one spot per street. Yeah, you lose. Yeah, well, a spot is, a parallel parking spot is probably about 22. So. But I don't, know, I don't know where that compares. Is it, I don't know if it's striped. Is it striped over there? Is it, is it, okay. So, but in theory, you know, a 20 foot wide driveway would take one space. How many off street spots are gained? Uh, four total. There's no off street parking currently? No, there is. How much off street is provided currently? Two. So you're gaining a net of two off street spaces? Correct. Are they now? There's two. Because the house is taking up, because the house is blocking those areas though. Well, where are those two cars, where are those two spaces being picked up? I don't know um, what configuration is now, but maybe you could ask about that when the line comes up. Well, in theory, if you're losing two spaces because of the curb cut, right? right. So one on each street, but we're picking up two spaces under the garage from each street, so it's a, a net gain of two. But, but there's very limited parking on those on the, both of those streets now. Yes. Very tight. Well, again, we are, we are creating more spaces with the garages. <clears throat> Taking two away and adding two more. Taking two away and adding four. Right. Yes, exactly. Two away on the street. A net gain of two. <laughs> A net gain of two. <laughs> One free street. Net gain of two. I, I get it. There's no parking on that street Well, it looks like they park on this, or parking on the side of the house right, in this right. particular picture. And I, I took a ride down past it today, and there seems to be like a fairly open lot on one side of it, and that's where some of the expansion is yeah. planned for. Right. We can ask the owner that. Any Anyone questions? else in the public? A question about his testimony? If 
It's not public portion okay. disclosed. Uh, Thank you. Let's have Mr. Uh, Schnabel come up just for, just for a moment. Um, just, I just wanted you to respond to a couple of the board members' questions sure. with regard to the existing home. So let's have you sworn in. Raise your right hand, please. Uh, do you swear or affirm the testimony you should give will be the truth? Yes, I do. Uh, state name, spell your last name for the record, please. Eric Schnabel, S-C-H-N-A, B as in boy, O-L-K. My name is on the plaque in front of the city hall. Howard Schnabel. <laughs> gotcha. uh, my family's been in Seabright. Charlie back there uh, grew up here. Uh, it holds uh, racket, court, uh, racket Court across the street. Uh, Hilda and Howard are still there. Anyway, sorry, I digress. So, uh, so I just wanted to, the, the, the board had a number of questions with regard to the existing home, right? So you yeah. guys bought it back in September of 21. Yeah. Bought it as a two family. Uh, two family. You got to see it as a two family, but, um, but we don't have the history of the derivation of when it became a two-family. Don't know that. I know uh, there were two resident, two separate residents when we bought it. There were uh, a whole bunch of guys on one side and um, Patty on the other side. Uh, she was there for a while. But I do not know anything further than the people that live there. Um, so right now, we you know we just fixed it up this in Bandits. We were here last summer. Uh, we're going to be here again this year. Um, and the two separate utilities and everything set up as two, you know, two boilers. Everything's double, you know. Uh, so we're assuming it was there for a long time. And what is the layout of the second? Uh, why don't you describe the layout? Sure, sure. You have one entrance from the uh, Ripa, and that was uh, on the first level, like half the first level. Kitchen, everything separate, you know. One bathroom, bathroom. It was totally independent. You would enter from the other side where, uh, where these guys were from. Uh, would enter, and it's basically half of the first level, and then we'll go upstairs. You know, they have like three or four bedrooms up there. So you have two different entrances. So 16B has three bedrooms? Yeah, I think it's four. 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 It's, it's four. You can't see. Sorry, she can't talk. She's better. I'm more of a the bring, the bring grandmother. Up. Just bring her up. Bring her up. Uh, her up. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not being a jerk. It's just, no, it's just, it's got, everything's got to be recorded and transcribed. <laughs> I need to swear. Let's uh, raise your right hand. Uh, do you swear or affirm the testimony should you will be the truth? Yes. And state your name, spell your last name for the record. Please. Maureen Schnabel, S-C-H-N-A-B-O-L-K. All right, so, so how many did you say? The um, front unit off of the Arepa is a two-bed, one-bath, and the back unit off of Southway is a four-bed, one-bath. Four-bed, one-bath. Correct. So the main house is, uh, is only two bedrooms? The one off of the front, we've been using the one off of the back, but yes, okay. the one off the front currently is a two and one. So the one the one off of, um, what's the south here? The Agrippa is two. The is two stories. So, yes. so the one off the south is actually the larger. Today it is, yes. Today it is. But in the past, do you think it probably was the other way around? Because the house faces the Agrippa. I, I know you're guessing. I'm yeah. not. I mean, as you said, the, it appears as though someone stuck an addition at some point. Right. So, so I believe at one point it was the Via Ripa side, um, but they had then added a wall interior. I'm not sure when okay. that occurred. And, and, and there's no way to, you have to go outside to get to the other house, do you, or can you access it from the interior? No, there, there is an interior door today. Um, our father-in-law lives with us, okay. that, so, so that he has privacy, um, but we do... Did you install it, or was it there when you bought it? It was framed in there when we bought it. Okay, so, all right. Okay, interesting. Got it. 
It's a classic old Seabright edition. <laughs> and then what I had stated earlier with regard to the use, right? You guys, you guys use one of the units, um, and you're currently using it for family, and that's for the other unit for family members, and that's your intention. But you want to preserve the, the, the two-story status, the two-family status. Um, going forward, but you want to improve, improve the aesthetics of the property and the functionality yeah. as opposed to just raising what's there. Yeah. An elevator so you can go up, you know, you can't walk very well. Why don't you want to just make it a one family? I mean, it's, it's, it's your dad. Well, why would you, or your dad, I'm sorry. No. It's your dad. Why don't we just make it a one family and conform? No, I don't want to. I want to keep the two families. I mean, originally I was just going to do what I was told. I can lift it. And keep the footprint and just make it nicer, but then I was like, it, it doesn't look, it's gonna look ugly. So I was like, you know what, it's, I'll do it right, do the right code, do this, make it look as aesthetically okay. pleasing. I mean, I do like green space, so we're gonna keep some green space, but it's a big lot, you know, so I want to take it's, it's a big house. It's yeah. a big house and it doesn't conform because it's not permitted. Yeah. There's a big house next to us, you know that, right? Is it a two-family house? It's a yes. It's actually, I think, a four-family house. I think it's a four-family house. You know that? Oh, but that's an older house. Yeah, that's it's, it's, older than the same. It's three. It's three? It was great, and it got flooded out in the bottom. It did? Yeah. Oh, it was my family, so it's oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Again, we can't have comments from the... Sorry. Okay. You say you want to do it right, so why don't you do it right and meet all the setbacks? You know, you say it's doing right. I need, I need an elevator. Show the things I need. No, but for instance, there's a 25 foot front yard setback, and you're not meeting on either street. I if, you to, if you were to do that, you could have a driveway and park cars in a driveway. I'll take it in a I don't know. And you could have an elevator if he does it right, too. So there's no prohibition. I, have, I, 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 I defer to our planner because, you know, they're conforming to everyone's setback. Everyone has almost 80% of this block coverage on our block. Again, I don't want to use up numbers, I don't know, but I'd rather wait for the planet to testify. How many of those houses are newly built? See, do we have a chance to do it right now? You say you want to do it right. You want to take what's old, do it new, so you can do it right. Or you're not doing it right in the sense that you're disrespect, you're not respecting the setbacks, or the coverage, or anything else. So, or the permitted uses. Right. It's a pre-existing use, so. It's pre-existing. Well, there's family on that block. Yeah, there's plenty of it on the block. I don't know if it's new construction. I mean, listen, we just recently, re I mean, he's going to have to deal with it. I mean, we just recently redid the master plan, and we decided, I don't think we were allowed two families anywhere in town under the new master plan. And we changed the north down as R1 to yeah. eliminate the subdivisions. I mean, we just did that a few right. years back. So this isn't like, like something that we're not paying attention to in town. And I just, I fail to understand the logic. It's, it's, it's us and my dad. So we need a two-family home. I, I don't understand that lot. In, in our code, it also states that if you demolish a house down to the ground, the new house must conform with the, of course. No, the, 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 the codes of zoning of, of the master plan. So not much of this is compliant. I just make one quick comment. If, if we did meet the 25 foot setbacks on both streets, we'd be left with 20 feet because it's only a 7 foot lot. So that would be that would be a pretty big hardship. Just just. To well, perhaps you could compromise and get on one side. So you could have driveways where you could park additional. Parking is a huge problem in this town, whether you know it or not. So, and I like, you know, I didn't get a chance to ask you questions, but I didn't see any storage space on your plans. 
So where do you keep the bicycles, the beach stuff, all that stuff? You put it in a garage. You put it in a garage, now where are you going to park? So there's a lot of things that you're not doing, in my opinion, and you can talk about that. You're not doing right, but you know, we don't, I want to flush it out now. And we get it. So, you know, meeting on one side is better than not meeting at all, in my opinion. Right now you don't meet it on that side. Where, where do they park now on the one side that's wide open? Uh, on the Southway side, there is essentially a... Is there a cutout? Yes. Yeah. Oh. I, I'm just confused. You said it's an undersized lot? No, no, no. I said if you... if you, It's a 70-foot deep lot, but if you met, oh, okay. if you met the 25 yeah, yeah. setbacks on both sides, you'd only have 20 feet. All right. Well, that's because of the house we designed. But no, no. Any, any, it's responding to the comment from Mr. Zelina that meet the 25-foot setbacks. If we did that, there'd only be a 20-foot house. Oh, I hear, okay, I'm sorry, I understand what you're saying. Because it is an oversized lot. Yeah. You, you have more area than required, you have uh, you have the proper width, you have more width. The lot width is is what's required already, and lot depth, you're, you're deeper than what's required, so. Right, you know, you have a lot of room to work with The front's not too straight, so you have a lot of benefits of the rear definitely have a beautiful single family. You've got a very nice single family house on that property. I mean. The, the, the one thing I'll, I'll easily say, you picked the right architect. I mean, Anthony is one of the best architects out there, and he designed one hell of a house, he, and he did so here as well. So it's a very, very nice house. But it, and it'd be just as nice a house if it was a single family house and, uh, and reduced a little bit. If, if you adhere to at least one of the setbacks of 25 feet, we could also, you could also consider a hardship for the rear lot and get a variance on that, rather than using the whole lot. Can you, can you um, point out, I don't see utilities anywhere. Like, uh, like air conditioning. Well, yeah, we, we had talked about, yeah, we, we, have a, we have this deck on the side here, which would comply with the setback, and we also have room on the roof deck. To so, you, so your intent would be to put it either on the deck or on the roof? Correct. Okay. Yeah. I, I think what, what turns me off on this plan is the fact that you're actually creating two townhouses stuck together. This isn't a two-family house where you have a resident and a little apartment next to it. This is this is like a full-blown double townhouse. We did try to maintain the same bedroom count. I will say that. Now, Steve, just a minute. There's five bedrooms in one and two in the other. There's seven bedrooms in this house. Wait. Let's see, three, four, five, six bedrooms. It currently has six bedrooms. Yeah, there's there's three on the main level of the main apartment, and then the master bedrooms on top. So that's four. Mm -hmm. okay. So that's four and three. Two said they have four. Right? Said they have four and two. How do you fit four bedrooms in that house? Six bedrooms. And they must be closed. Well, they have two. They have an upstairs and front, but the back would have to be jammed. That little right. back section. Closet with a minute. All right, who's next? Andy, what, what is the standard depth of a garage and what is the depth of these garages? Yes, I will. Well, you can, go as, you can go as low as 18 feet of the garage, right? But that's something really goes around the car when you do that, right? So. We usually try to 
try to get 22. Um, one of the reasons this, the main garage is a little deeper is we did want some storage space toward the back, like where the elevator comes out here. So this back is sort of where you put your, your bicycles and things like that. And how deep is that garage? That, that one is 20, 26. So you're basically eight feet beyond what a standard garage would be? Well, I wouldn't call it 18 feet a standard garage, at least functionally. What was the standard garage? Well, in my practice, we always try to at least get 22. That's what we would know. So. so you have six feet then? Uh, well, we'd have, we have four extra feet here. Four feet. And then another. For and this, this is 20. This one's 22. 22. Rick. Did you have other questions of your of their testimony because I mean we've been asking most of well, the questions. Well, no, I really brought them up to answer to, to answer yeah. questions. Okay, okay. Um, I didn't want to open them no, to no, the no, public no, until. I did really have to answer questions because and we're hearing we're you know we're hearing. Feedback. Want to make sure you were no, getting, getting your valuable feedback yeah. for us for sure. And and um, so, you know. so why don't why don't we do that? But I, I'd like to open each. Uh, person that testifies to the public. Of course. And, and why don't we open it to the public? If there's anybody that has a question about their testimony, please. Oh, You're welcome. Yeah. Questions only. Questions only. Questions only. <laughs> but to clarify anything. Yeah, my, my question was along the lines of the council. If it's a two family for just family, um, what made you put it in LLC? That's just what I don't think that's how yeah. they own it. That's how they own the property. Anybody can, can yeah. put a house in an LLC. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that that's, that has to do with intent. Let's keep the, uh, yeah. we're going to keep the questions about the application only. And, and what their testimony was. I, I, you can, I, you I can ask that later if you want. No, but I, I think it's fair enough to say, and for Saudi just to make clear, this board does not care whether they're going to personally reside there or not. As far as we're concerned, they might as well they may as well be selling it tomorrow. Correct. That is not a factor right. for the board to consider. I mean, we get told by every single person who ever comes in here that they're going to personally reside in the house. If we'd be rich, if we have how many times that happens that they sell tomorrow. I'm not saying that they're going to do that, and uh, because I'll take them at our word, but we don't we don't pay any attention to that. It's legally. Been here a long it's time. legally. Uh, yeah, right. You can say it better. Right? <laughs> it's yeah. just not a factor that it's not a factor yeah, right. whatsoever legally. So we don't really care about that. I don't want to block away in an LLC. I put put it in my kid's name and my wife's name in case I drop dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's simple. <laughs> Anyone else in the public have a question about the testimony you just heard? If not. Carry on. Okay. Thank you. So, what I'd like to do, Mr. Chair, if I could just, if we could just take a break for a couple of minutes, I just want to, for five minutes before I bring Mr. Higgins up, because it may be, I just want to talk to the clients for a moment, if we could do that. I don't. Anybody on the board have an issue with it? No. If not, uh, we'll take a five-minute break. Okay. Meetings adjourned for five minutes. Ten if you need. Somewhere between. Do I have seven? Somewhere between a six and eight. Somewhere between a sixty-nine and a seven. Sixty-eight and a seven.
That was the uh, Saturday Night Live with Janet Jackson, and they had the one group that, in, in Italy. They were and, the, and this uh, and they were they were soaking corks for the The corks are one of the funniest things that's ever on Saturday Night Live. Janet Jackson is hysterical. Absolutely. Look, look, look it up. You're gonna, you're gonna die, man. And they're building new houses across the street in South Wales. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, they're building new houses. Um, 
or a statement about the application? Anybody? Yes, ma'am, please. Just statement. Name and address. Joanne Sheridan, 5 via Ripa. 5? 5. Do you further up then? Yes. Okay. We're, we're right next to the house, next to this house. Okay. okay. Raise your right hand, please. You swear for him, just maybe you're about to give. Shall we the truth? Yes. Okay. Okay, this is the um, opposing concern it's the two-family dwelling which we don't see the real need for um leon iraqi and i believe was a consulting engineer for this project and he clearly defines what is required for a variance and zoning there's no proof that this is a better zoning alternative to the property secondly the, the um driveway issue that actually would take away permit parking spaces on via ripa so those are not random public parking those are permitted parking for residents that would take away very few spaces that we have available and um you i don't just want to make sure i understand the, the total spaces you're saying are they're on via ripa i understand that and those are and the Permit, is that the right to 
Yes. That's why we have permits. Gotcha. So if those go away. So you would like no you would like no garages on this. Correct. Yes. And have everyone park on the street. Correct. Have everyone park in the back of the house. Yes, but actually there's a lot more maneuvering you could do if you were really there and knew how to park your cars. <laughs> um, beyond that, you know, we don't have any, any problem with a house that is built within the established guidelines that have could been I, in place. Pardon me for one second. Could I ask you to speak up a little bit? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I usually speak loud. Um, do you have a mic? Why don't you come up and, and adjust to that because the mic is right there. Oh, I'm sorry. To be back. Okay. Where was I? Um, I was just saying that we're not opposed to the new construction. We're opposed to the zoning change and any of the things that are existing or permitted, permitted are fine. So they just need to stay in the lane with all of these measures that are by the zoning board in place. So your preference would be to have the existing house lifted, for example? Um, if that means they want their two-family and that's how they get it, that may be their option, but to demolish a home and build a home on steroids on that property, that's not beneficial to the neighborhood. But right, the so you prefer just having, it, having the existing home If they home exist on a two-family and that's how you get a two-family. If you, use the, if you use the footprint, and that's what you have to do. I don't see that there's a necessity for a two-family, based on the reasoning. Everybody can have a nice home together. Thank you. Anyone else? Uh, yes. Judy Giroud. I live on 3 b River. Spell your last name, please. G-E-R-A-U-D. And what's your address? Number three. Three via Ripa. Um, raise your right hand. Uh, do you swear for any testimony about to give the truth? Okay, go ahead. Mr. Robinson, could you also just take this? I, I just, just, only for the Microsoft. Microsoft. So, all, I think all of our biggest concerns, as we stated, is the curb cut on via Ripa. The burden on that street now that exists with the public access platform and if we count the cars that are there with just the residents that are there year-round, we take up that whole south side of Eater River, which is, thank God, permanent parking now. The summer is a battle. Um, if there's an emergency on that street, the way people park, to overburden, to lose, that curb cut would essentially lose us three parking spaces on the front street. We can't afford to do that. And the back entrance of their house now um, has a pretty significant parking pad, and thank God we have that. <laughs> but it seems like the parking can be accommodated on that south southway side of the property. With the new construction behind us and all the curb cuts that you allowed, it's burdened us to an extreme that I can't even express to you. And uh, you know, it's just sad what's happening. Somebody has to, it would, it would be irresponsible to allow that. I really feel that way. Thank you. Please. I'm Dave Sheridan. I was going to the same address. Five year ripper. Um, Mr. Sheridan. I definitely am opposed to we, before you Before you, uh, before you begin, um, raise your right hand. Swear firm testimony you're about to give should be the truth. Yes. 
And it's Steve Sheridan, right? Yes. Okay. Main concern at this point after you have just a lot of my concerns, but to change the zoning to uh, two family, uh, you've already addressed that that's, that shouldn't happen in this area. Increasing the density of any place in Seabright is, is wrong. So if you let that happen there on that street, and who, who knows who else is going to do the same thing to make multi-family homes? Well, that's, they're not asking to change the zoning. They're asking to no, continue a pre-existing non-conforming non that's a non-conforming use okay. in that zone. So oh, I thought they were changing the zoning to be uh, two-family. That doesn't change the zoning. It changes. Okay, so they're just asking that's a pre-existing use, okay. and they can continue that use. No, that's no problem. Yeah, we're still zoning in Okay, that's fine. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. No, no. Jim, let's just clarify this. Yeah, just, it, uh, let me, please. Yeah, let me, um, <laughs> the, the existing use, the building that's there, is a two-family house, and the property owners have, may have the right to continue to use uh, that structure as a two-family house. However, that structure as it is. If, if a property owner who has that situation in general wants to demolish that building and build a new building, that building has to conform to the zoning. Um, and so if in this instance the application is to demolish the existing two-family house and build a brand new two-family house, that requires a use variance approval. And that's what they're applying for. So you don't have the you don't have an automatic right to build a new house as a two-family okay. house. That's what I'm saying. That, that's what I thought you were saying. I mean I thought you guys had pointed yes. out. So I'm just saying I'm objecting to having them do that, have that right to do that. If that's that's what I said. I'm not even sure what I said in that one. I think you did a good job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyone else in the public? If not, the public portion is now closed. Mr. Brodsky? Yes, Mr. Chair. We would ask like for a continuance. We would ask to continue the hearing. He can't just help us out. Um, Are you doing it in the next meeting, the 28th? Uh, the only that's problem that's is, is that they're going to come up with a new application. Yeah, they're not going to be able to review it. Oh, is it a new brand new application? Revised application, application. Yeah. have to be submitted by the 18th. Yeah, what was the next day? A lot of time. And Richard here is going to file any of the suggestions about parking uh, from in the back of the house or the tree or whatever. Mm -hmm. That would be a variance also because. You're not permitted to park in a setback. So if that's considered a setback, you show parking in the setback. Yeah, but if they put the garage into the back into the garage under the house. The I don't know what you're proposing is coming yeah, back I don't, I don't, None of us do. I don't know yet, but but I think 28 is probably uh, too close. Too aggressive. Then we have April 11th. Tommy's sweating over there. And April 20th. <laughs> Doesn't run on computer. Doesn't draw it. Child's play. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a boy. He's first computer thing I've heard of. It's very good. That's where I live. April 11th. Yeah. 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 Just because I love Rick. <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll, we'll figure something. I don't want you to miss 
practice. I know, it's, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> I mean, none of us, I, I'm not, yeah, none of us, but, but none of us want to lose you, but uh, I just want to make sure everyone understands that you may not be here unless you're available. Yeah, the, the plan was uh, for me to uh, leave my uh, uh, temporary, temporary post by, uh, and the last meeting was going to be uh, March 28th. Um, I can make an exception, you know, um, just to, for the sake of completing this application I'm already halfway through resolution. That's why I bring it up. Yeah. Okay. That actually it takes a little heat off of us. It does. Yeah. But, but that's an exception. <laughs> okay. It shouldn't be a problem. I don't want to get fired from another day. No. <laughs> She's a more commanding <laughs> boss. So let the record show that this application will be carried with no further notice to the April 11th meeting. Tuesday, April 11th, with no further notice. So you won't hear anything, just show up if you want to be here. Thank you very much. Thank you. Best of luck in your plans. Thank you very much. Okay, moving on. He asked whatever. He asked, did it, what, what's the divorce decision? <laughs> <laughs> I saw him stopping back there. I was jealous. Let's see what they come back. I, you know, you're going to see
No, thank you, Kevin, though, for the consideration. Aside from that, that's all I wanted to just let you know that we're, we're very you. close on a couple <laughs> of really good applicants. I'm going to miss you. are down to a, a happy boy. down to two applicants. One woman, one man. So are we, are we, so we are meeting March 28th to, to do the appointment? Yes. Okay. Do we need Kevin at that meeting? Or should we set Kevin free? Because that's going to be the only thing on the agenda. That's, I don't, I don't know if you legally need Kevin. Well, we don't. I, I mean, we can, can you meet without a? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, and that's the only thing on the twenty eighth meeting. So that was the only thing on the agenda. I just want to drag Kevin out. Uh, I understand. Do we do we flip the coin with him here, or do we do it before? We should probably meet without. We should probably meet without the attorney just to discuss, so we can give you our rationale. We'll go through executive session. Uh, we'll discuss what we, what, why we came to the conclusion we made, and then you, and then we can appoint them afterwards. Go back to the public and appoint them. That's my recommendation, anyway. Yeah. No, that makes sense. We'll, yeah. we'll get your input. We're not actually going to meet you. Though. You'll just, from what you've done, you'll give us your opinions. If we, if we all met with all of them, it would have taken a really long time. <laughs> yeah. But it was if the no. I'm saying we're not with it. Really good job. By the way. We spent a lot of time with them. And it's we analyzed all nine applications and, right. and limited it down to four that we liked, and then and we added down to four, and we'll present that our decision to you guys at that time. Plus, you have some objection. And what the rest of you feel? I mean, obviously, we're three people, so you either go, you either go with our recommendation, or if you want it, if you. Steve, are you implying you want us to bring both of them? Oh the no, I'm, I'm I'm just curious. I trust your judgment. I'm, okay. I'm just curious about the process. I just want to know the process. Oh no, no, no that's a, that's our suggestion. Is that, is that we just will explain the process? You'll present the two of them to us, and we'll agree. I guess we'll allow one of them. No. No, we're not. I'm not. Well, I so, or you're no, just no, no, your final decision. I would that's say we, we finish our decision and recommend a new attorney. One, well, and then and then we agree to that. You, that's you, what you were proposing. Yeah, yeah that's what we call. We have to vote. Yeah. Well, we have but to you vote. have to vote. Yeah, it's not out time. If, if you so wanted, if you wanted us to bring both of them in, and you, and then the board could all ask them questions, then we could do that too. But I don't. Know that Can we decide that tonight? Which procedure we're going to follow? I mean, well, that, that's what I well, that well, the procedure. The committee was going forward with was to make a final decision between the last two people and recommend it to the the entire board. I have the utmost confidence in you guys, and I'd be happy to. Yeah, that's what I said. I, I, I you know, trust your decision. Will you guys pick? You know, we'll back you know, the we're we're, 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 The only thing, the only outstanding thing right now is that we just wanted to check some references, and, and that, and that's well, it. And you guys can do that. But is yeah. it even? Do we even need to meet on the? The only, the only reason we should meet on the 28th is just to vote to, to vote, actually yeah, put them in place so, we can so, have so that we can service. have them at the April 11th meeting and, uh, yeah, and make sure that We couldn't do an executive session before the meeting? You, you could, but, but, the, but the attorney might not feel comfortable until they're appointed doing the, uh, the preliminary work to, to walk into the to meeting. Right. He's got to be in view of his notes. Yes. Yeah. Well, we can get together for the 28th. I, I know, I, and Mark. You know this too, but as it, uh, you don't believe anything until the vote takes place. Sometimes uh, I've seen I've seen horror shows happen where, yeah. So I wouldn't trust it as a new attorney coming in until I, the vote was made. I'm sorry about the 11th. I'm gonna we're going to London and Paris, so I'm gonna be. Oh, you can get rid of Yeah, get rid of those. Come on, Oh, you're going so fast. Oh, you're coaching over there. 
gonna be a coach. I, I, I might throw him into some soccer. <laughs> <laughs> football. Hey, football. football. Yeah, I watch my but I, but I personally, Kevin, I, I'm sure to the whole floor here. I want to thank you so much for doing this. You know, you came in out of you know my call calling you and begging you to please come, and you did it. And uh, and it's really been a pleasure working with you. It really has. Same. I wish circumstances were different that you could stay. So. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Yeah, maybe one day. Well, is there any other business before the board this evening? No. Without objection, we'll go forward on on making the decision and bringing it to the 28th meeting. Okay. If not, do we have a motion to adjourn? I'll make that motion. Second. Since there is no one here left in the public, meeting adjourned. Unless you want to compare it to what they bring in next week. Let me just well, what's the clarification of this? I was the army as a tourist. We can share this. And they were looking at the chairs. They're there. It was on Zoom. So they're there on Zoom. And they're like, you know, they're happy faces. I'll make a vote on the team.